Why, thank you, Jungle Jim, for that wonderful musical introduction. Man, you are just cranking it out during these unofficial days of summer. That's right, unofficial days of summer. But you are officially the rockinest synthesizer player in the continental United States, possibly the world over there right now with your, your khaki cargo shorts loaded up with harmonicas and other musical paraphernalia. And of course, that, that great musical shirt, t-shirt with all the notes on it. Oh man, I'll tell you that, that's something new. You're like, you're like a walking music script. I could just read, if I read music, I'd be reading you right now. I could read you right now. That's right. That's Jungle Jim. This is Tim Moore. This is Failing Up, recording this podcast in the basement located along the shores of the mighty Seneca River flowing all the way up to the Great Lake of Ontario. I saw a tugboat the other day coming down um, the Seneca River heading towards Onondaga Lake, a lake that had to be cleaned up. It was probably the most polluted lake in America at one point, uh, even more than Lake Erie, which actually caught on fire. But Onondaga Lake was really polluted, much smaller and filled with everything that a city could put into a toxic waste from factories to, to raw sewage, you name it, it was in there. Even a couple of bodies, and they wouldn't last long on Onondaga Lake, even if you were alive and swimming. Oh boy, but anyway, uh, the tugboat was going one way and the Seneca River, this beautiful river goes the other way, all the way up to the Great Lake of Ontario. Everything's rocking right now because it's unofficially summer, but there's officially boats and sea-doos and fishers and all kinds of stuff way up to the great, huge Lake of Ontario. Inland Ocean, if you make a right, you're going to go through this 1,000 islands and probably 1,000 boats. Uh, lead you all the way to the great Atlantic, mighty Atlantic Ocean, right out to the ocean around the world, just like my voice. Or if you make a left, you're going to go to Kind of north, they're going to hit Toronto, Canada. Beautiful city, Toronto, Canada, especially this time of year. Oh, man, oh, man, Shevitz go south, hit a falls, then near Buffalo, New York. Who keep going. The other Great Lakes, all oh, those other eerie. Michigan, Michigan's huge. You ever fly over Lake Michigan? Oh, my gosh, you don't even see land. Well, you're also in the clouds. And then you go to Michigan, you go to Huron, and you, and you go all the way out to um, uh, the Great Lake Huron Superior. Superior is just huge. Oh my gosh, Lake Superior is gigantic. My goodness gracious. Lake Superior. Oh my gosh, what a huge lake. It's another ocean. And that's what it looks like, an ocean, a big, huge ocean. Oh my God. And they're so huge and the boats get out on there. And these things, and you can, when you see from satellites, you just see how big these huge bodies of water are. But that's right, Jungle Jim, it's summertime and people are having, getting ready. They're all jacked up and energized for, you know, all the fun they're going to have, all the things they're going to do. Of course, Memorial Day is when everybody runs out and plants flowers. I find uh, flowers. I find um, I find it to be real, especially in this part, this region of the world, the uh, northeastern part of the continental United States where it's, um, you know, you, you get hit with winter. You have like three seasons. You usually don't have a spring. You have a fall. You got yourself a fall. You got yourself a winter. And you got yourself a summer. Spring is about a week, if that. But in any event, Everybody up here, you hunker down for winter, you're raking your roof, you go, and then all of a sudden spring or summer really hits, and it's Memorial Day. And people rush out, and they buy these huge bags of mulch and tons of flowers, all this stuff to, to get, you know, if they own a home and they have yards, it's all about getting your yard in shape for the summer. That's actually what they say. i got to get my yard in shape for the summer. What the hell does that? I got to get my yard in shape for the summer. And summer's like two months, man. I mean, you got June, July, you know, August, and all of a sudden you're thinking of fall and your yard's in shape. People are out there busting their asses, you know, trimming, you know, so their gardens look good and they're throwing all these flowers and mulch. I mean, mulch is like um, mulch, especially mulch for anybody here is like saying, 
Uh, mulch is like saying, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a tough guy. You know, I have, I have stat, I have mulch. It's like saying, you know, I have muscles. What'd you do this weekend? I mulched. It's a bit, it's a big, big conversation piece. I mulched. Oh, I mulched. I got so. And, and then, and then when you really want to impress people up here, what you do is you, see, you let them know how much mulch you got. How much mulch did you, I went and got 27 bags of mulch for the, for all the gardens, for the, for the flower garden, 27 bags of mulch. Now, if you don't know what mulch is, mulch is like moist wood chips. And they're only good for that duration of time from Memorial Day until it gets lousy. Then it blows all over, it gets all mushy. Then you got to clean out the mulch and you put in more mulch. Well, you know, I got a mulch. I got a mulch today. Oh, I got a mulch. So I'm going to plant the flowers and the mulch. Another phenomenon uh, is people feel the need to grow that grass perfect. Grow that, you know, it's, it's like, I kind of wonder if you look, if you, if you were looking in here and this was like a big terrarium and you're looking in and you say, why are these people wasting all the time trying to grow their grass perfect? It's just grass in the yard. And then, then they go hot in the summer. We get about, you know, three weeks of hot summer and the yards will burn. I love it when the yards burn because you don't have to cut it. You don't cut the grass if the yard burns. It always comes back. So people water their grass. They gotta water their grass because the grass can't the grass can't die. You have to water the grass because the grass can't die. And then after you water the grass, it grows. And, oh, not only they water the grass, they fertilize the grass. You have to fertilize the grass to make it grow even bigger or bigger, faster and larger and thicker. And then you spend so a weekend here in this, you know, for a month is it getting up? I gotta mulch. Once the mulch is done, I gotta cut the grass. But then if the grass, then I got to water the grass. All right, what'd you do? Oh, I got to cut my lawn. But then I got to water it so it grows. Then I got to fertilize it so it grows twice as fast. So I can have this cycle where I'm constantly creating angst and work for myself because I have to water the grass so the grass grows so I can buy gas, so I can get on the motor and kill, mower and kill a couple hours on a, on a weekend, cutting the grass, bagging the grass, and it comes over and over. Well, you got that mulch, got the mulch, got 20, I got 500 bags of mulch. There's something like, like say, I got, I got 500 bags of mulch in the yard. Got to move it, got to spread that mulch. Got to mulch it, mulch it, mulch, mulch. A great name, mulch. But so you, so, but you mulch it, and then you get, and then you got to cut the grass. We got to water the lawn because you want the grass to grow thick and fast, and you do not want the grass to die. I want the grass to die because I don't want to cut it. Oh, how's your weekend? Oh, I gotta cut the grass. Oh, I gotta cut the grass. Well, I gotta, I gotta water the grass so it grows quicker so I can cut it. And then people act surprised they have to cut the grass. Oh, I gotta cut the grass. Well, you're the one watering the grass, and they complain. Oh, I, I can't. I hate cutting the grass. They'll say, I hate cutting the grass. But I gotta water the grass so the yard doesn't burn, so I can cut the grass. So I can cut the grass. I can cut the grass. That's what makes us as a species, especially a suburban species, because let's face it, it's, it's, you're not cutting the grass in the, in the cities, urban areas. It's, just, it's a rural or whatever. It's really rural. Rural, they don't care either. You don't really rural out in the farm. They just cut it when they can. They got other things on their mind. But when you're uh, you know, in suburbia, because it is suburbia, that's where the focus is. And it's the grass. It's the grass. It's the mulch. Mm, boy, that grass looks good. I just cut it. When you take that over and you move it into other aspects of the way we live. Oh my God, I can't stand these politicians. We've got the same old people running again. Well, you're watering the ballot box. You're voting. 
You're the people voting. So when people start bitching about the fact that, oh, my God, we have one guy running who's 80 years old. we got another guy running who's 76 years old. And one guy's a liar and a cheat and tried to take down the government. And the other guy, you know, nobody thinks he can remember what he's why, why? How come we never get new leaders? We don't get new leaders because the people who vote him in keep buying the same old crap. You keep buying the same old stuff. You keep buying the same old political mulch. And then you water it. And then when it grows lousy and you grow up, the, and you, you mulch it and you fertilize it and you allow these candidates to exist. And then when it grows and it grows to the point where they're there, you complain. Oh, my lawn's growing so fast. Oh, the rain, the lawn's growing so Well, you're watering it. Oh, these guys are, these men and women are horrible. Well, you're voting for them. You're letting it happen. I think the hardest thing about our political system, especially now when people say, oh, Man, things are so, we're so divided. We are so, we're so divided. We're divided because we're divided. It's not like some magic wand came out and made us divided. Divided. We're watering the lawn, baby. But that's how we do things. We water it, it grows quick, and we bitch about it. And we put fertilizer on it to make it even grow quicker. So we enable it to make it even grow quicker. Can you believe it? And that's what happens. That's how it, you know, that, that's how it works. And, uh, and we complain about it. What a way, you know, hours are spent cutting grass. And what does grass do for you? Not marijuana or cannabis, as they call it now. It's like, what, what does the yard do for you? Oh, oh you have a lovely yard. Right. You look at it and you mock. But what is it that you could get? The cows eat the grass. I guess if you're really hungry, you could eat the grass. You have to bag the grass and get rid of it. But it doesn't really serve a purpose. I guess it keeps dust down. So you're mowing the stuff that you're growing, but you can't eat it. You can't wear it. You can't. But what do you do with it? It's grass. It's waste. Just like everything else when we were... Not like everything else, excuse me, not like everything else, but just like when you uh, water the, the world you're in and you fertilize the world you're in. I think, hey, Jungle Jim, I think I'm getting a little biblical here because isn't it we, we uh, reap what we sow? And I'm not talking about holes in your pants. And not that you have any because you're wearing those khaki uh, cargo pants, so there are no holes. You have to, but you reap what you sow. And everybody acts surprised. Hmm. Boy, I wish things were. I wish things the way they were. Boy, oh, I got a glass of water. I wish things were the way they used to be. Hmm. Mm -mm. Uh, nothing like a little H two O on the uh, unofficial days of summer, as opposed to the dog days of summer. And we have the you have the unofficial. You have the you know then you have the dog days of summer. That's when you get into the you know like the middle of summer and it's um the dog days of summer. The dog days of summer. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. The dog days of summer. That's that's farther down the road when you get to the dog days. But right now it's the um, uh, the early parts of summer. I think I had some technical difficulties there in the middle, Jungle Jim. I wish he had some music to play there. But it um, but really it's um, we tend to just repeat ourselves. It's amazing. We're we're. We're supposed to, you know, I don't even, we're supposed to be the most intelligent species, but yet we water grass to grow. We make, now it's a big deal that we're trying to get back to the moon, something we did 
1969. I don't get it. I just, I don't get it. What do I don't get it? I don't know. I don't get it. Now we got, uh, up here in the great Northeast, we have clouds and smoke from the great fires in Canada. Oh my gosh, blowing down here. There's air advisories, like being in LA for God's sakes. And, uh, you know, everybody's, what is this? The apocalypse is apocalyptic. It's apocalyptic. It's apocalyptic. Uh, you know, skies are red and there's, you know, air, you know, dusting and breathing, you know, air quality warnings and all this stuff. Because the air is the great fires in Quebec are coming down here. You know, but um, I think it's Canada and Mother Nature's way of saying, hey, you know, settle down down there in the U.S. It's funny when, it's not funny, but it's ironic when nature takes control. You know, we always think, you know, you're always thinking you got everything under control. But every now and again, every now and again, Mother Nature, and Mother Nature is Mother Nature, not Father Nature. Mother Nature kind of gives you a little sense of, you know, let, let me tell you something. I'm in control here, and here's who you are, and here's how big you are in the scheme of things. Uh, whether it be, I mean, these wildfires with the with the smoke coming down and the ash, or if it's uh, you know a horrendous earthquake that creates a tsunami or a you know a huge hurricane, Mother Nature has a way of saying, okay, okay, you you got a little carried away. Let me let you let me let me show you how things work. Okay, let me show you how things work. Mm -hmm. And that's um, and we you know and then we just kind of you know, and then it's over and we we move on our merry ways again. Move on our merry ways, figuring that you know everything will be okay. It was a water the grass. We're gonna water that grass. Again. I don't think I've ever watered the grass as long as I've been on this planet. I don't remember. Now I was paid to water. I had a job once where I had to water the grass for a company I worked for. Actually, at a television station, WSTM in Syracuse, New York. Um, but I never, um, I never, I never watered grass. Beyond that, I had to get paid to water grass. I would not water grass. I have a lot of grass, but I wouldn't water grass because I, I don't want it to grow. I don't, I don't want the grass to grow because I don't want to mow the grass. Rinse, wash, repeat. Repeat, rinse. Is that what it? Rinse, wash, repeat. Hello, Jungle Jim. I hear you, Jungle Jim. This is Tim Marr. This is failing up. Bye-bye.